You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. The reality is that you're going to probably have some degree of fear, and this is a kind of moment when you feel like you discover your calling, you're like, uh, no, hold on, that doesn't make any sense. But you'll get the peace, which will confirm that that's the right thing. And again, because it's meant to be bigger than you, it's meant to be bigger than what you can think. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Dez. Well, welcome to this week's Momentum. Once again, it is uh, Tim and Dez with you all around Australia. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, MomentumAustralia.org is our website. Love you to check that out at another time and uh, find out a bit more about this ministry. But it is Tim and Dez with you once again. Dez, my friend, it's good to be with you. And we are in the same room this week. Isn't that, that doesn't amazing? often happen. It's really cool. <laughs> I, I can actually look you. at you without looking through a t- computer screen. It's amazing. And and we just happen to be in Brisbane together. So we're doing this recording together. So it's really cool. Yeah. So just the two of us again this week. And we've done this before. Again, you can check out previous episodes at MomentumAustralia.org. And uh, just some stuff that's on our hearts that we want to share with you. And look, what we're about to share today, Des, I, I think these are two key areas that men perhaps don't often think about, dare I say, enough. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, it's very easy to get caught up in the day-to-day things of life and just, you know, whether that be a church life or any life, you know, you just get on and do what you got to do. And the two key things that we want to talk about are our calling. What does that mean? What does it look like? How can we find out what it is? Mm. Is it something different from what we normally do? Um, and the second thing is legacy. And we'll talk about why legacy is different than calling. So it's going to be a really interesting conversation. Yeah. Uh, stay with us as we unpack this. What is calling? What is legacy? Are the two different? Are they similar? Do they intertwine? Uh, we're going to try and answer some of those questions this week on Momentum. So I really appreciate you tuning in. So let's let's start off, Des. Let's define calling. If you were to define a calling, if you've got a calling on your life, what does that mean? Well, for me, it talks to, you know, what you're passionate about. It talks to what God has given you to do to extend his kingdom. Hmm. It's about, you know, what goals you have, what you're at, and, and aligned with that, what your gifting is. And all those things put in a big melting pot and you're God saying, this is what I want you to do. So it's something that isn't necessarily what we think we're meant to be doing it's something that's placed upon us by god yeah exactly god help us if we ever just do what we want to do we think we need to do that's not the right answer at all you and i have those parts in our backstory but we won't go there (laughs) no no that's absolutely right and so it's it's definitely a god thing and you know if you're listening and you're not a christian you know you, you might be a bit confused about what calling is but it really is as a christian it is God's desire for you to help build his kingdom. It is the unique role created for you that will help you build the kingdom. Okay, so you just mentioned there that there might be people listening who aren't a Christian, who don't have a relationship with God. Do they still have a calling? Does everybody have a calling or is it just a chosen few? Wow, what a good question. I'm glad you fired that at me, not. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think, I I mean, God and the Holy Spirit in particular, you know, the Father and the Holy Spirit really have roles for us to play in the kingdom. And you cannot really be part of that if you're not in the kingdom. Mm. You know, so, you know, that doesn't mean you live a good life or it doesn't refer to, you know, being nice to people. That's not what it's about, but, it, you know, it includes that in the terms of how you live your life. Mm. Um, but, you know, it really is about God saying, this is what I want you to do. So, for example, mm. you know, I... Uh, Whenever I became a Christian, uh, the, the serving men and helping 
to guide men through life was on my heart, mm. and it was clear to me that that's what God wanted me to do. And I, I, you know, I really, I can say, I felt as uh, him telling me that actually, you know, I know that's what He called me to do. And so as I moved down that path, it was very clear, you know, from circumstance, from people talking into my life, and from lots of different angles, I knew that's what my calling was. So, do you think that that calling? applied before you came to know God. So before that, you'd had an extensive career and you came to Christ fairly late on mm-hmm. in years. Mm-hmm. So to that point, was it then that you were just doing a career before that? Yeah. But once you became a Christian, that was when a sense of calling, you became aware of that. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, to be honest, my life was selfish. You know, I lived, mm. you know, for a career. I lived for technology. I lived for being the guy in front of everybody else and and so that's the way I lived my life and that you know it wasn't rewarding it was it was futile in lots of ways mm. and so you know a god calling is is gives you a, a huge sense of purpose a huge sense of I'm doing this for the greater good in the spiritual sense and so yeah and I think it's amazing what about you Tim yeah it's interesting i um I, i'm going to refer to Psalm 139 and it's verse 16, and it says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. And I, I just think that, you know, when, when we're created, I think there is a sense of why we've got certain giftings and talents yes. that yes. are just natural to us. Yes. And we all have different things that just come very naturally to us. And, and I think the way that I look at that is that, that they're given to you or you're wired that way for a specific reason. Yeah. And I think it's up to us to then discern on a number of levels how then that works out in my life yeah. and what does that mean. Yeah. So if I'm gifted in specific areas, um, there's a good chance that somewhere along there or in that direction is something that I'm called to fulfill within that area. So for example, for myself, I've always had, you know, fitness has been a big part of my life. I've enjoyed fitness. I loved architecture when I, you know, and drawing and music. And um, and it wasn't really until I came to Christ that I felt very clearly that broadcasting was an area for me, which didn't make any sense at that, at that stage when I first kind of felt that. But the more I've stepped into that and go, well, I love music. <laughs> I like talking. <laughs> and I like trying to help people. And this was the medium that I feel, you know, for the last 20 years is is where I felt that I've outworked my calling, so to speak. Your calling doesn't necessarily change, but the outworking of it does. Yeah, that's good. Right? So yeah. so the overall, so for me, for example, my radio career in essence has finished. I mean, obviously I'm still doing momentum, but I don't work in radio full time. But now I communicate in, so communicating is the calling to some degree and connecting with guys, particularly that's on my heart. So for 20 years, that was generically through radio. Now it's more specific in the fact that it's probably more speaking on stage, doing mm. momentum once a week and, and outworking the calling in a slightly different way. But the calling doesn't really change, if that makes sense. Just the outworking of it does. It's really interesting. And I'm going to ask you another question just right now. And that is, you know, do you think that our calling, when we discover what that is, that God mm. influences things through our life before we come to Christ? to the point where it, it it sets us up, for the want of a better word, to our calling. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I can certainly look back at my life and look at certain things that I 
didn't understand the fact mm. that I was singing in a choir for 10 years, you know, in a non-Christian family, but I thought it was a good thing to do. We're not going to ask you to sing, it's okay. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, moments like that. So I was in church at an early age, you know, did some other things. Went off. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can look back and go, oh, okay. Now I can kind of see the hand of God or the fingerprint of God through, even when I wasn't necessarily a Christian and following him, but how all of that stuff I can now use in the future for sure. Absolutely, yeah. And it's true. I mean, my roles in the corporate world were in leadership and and guiding people, guiding men and and women as well, of course. But, you know, that that whole leadership thing um, was instrumental in my calling and and Mm. what I was being led to do in Men's Connects and so forth. And I think I think for most people listening, and guys, if you're listening right now, you can probably look back and, and and see, or even if you're in a season now where you don't necessarily fully understand your calling, you might be in a season of preparation. And if you look at most of the Bible characters, they didn't just walk straight into a calling. They generally had a prophecy or a vision or a dream or something. Yeah. And then there was a period of time where a lot of stuff happened before they actually walked into their actual purpose and assignment. And that was, I believe, the preparation ground. And I think it's no different for us. Yeah. I, I think the Lord knows that, you know, and, and let's be honest, some of us are slow learners. Some <laughs> of us have to go around the mountain a few times to go, oh, okay. Hmm. You know, and, and I think there's a right timing that we have the character involved to sustain yeah. the calling. Yeah, and that's, that's a whole other story because if we get the calling before we don't have the character, we'll completely stuff it up. Yeah, that's cool. And for some of us that takes longer than others. And I think there is a season where we are being prepared and it may not necessarily feel like it. In fact, it might feel like the exact opposite. But that I think is the character building and the, and the training ground so that when we actually get the calling, we've done the work necessary to be able to sustain it. Yeah, that's cool. And you know, it's interesting. There'll be a lot of guys listening um, who you know listen to what we're saying and they say you know you know i've got a wife i've got you know two or three kids Mm. maybe seven or eight kids i don't whoever knows Mm. um and you know i've got a job that i do nine to five i've got a career you know can i do that and have a calling can i actually do do i have to become you know a full-time missionary pastor pastor, exactly to actually fulfill the calling god has in my life what's your thoughts on that Look, I think a calling for everyone is different. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, I don't think they're separate. Mm. You know, I, yeah. I, I think because it can be anything. Yes. Uh, and that's the thing. It's where you feel like you're most fulfilled because I think there is certainly passion involved in that and where and what fills your love tank, what fills your cup, but also what, what in your life do you use that benefits others? And yeah. for some of us, it is simply, and I say that with no disrespect, it's just that we're a great father or we're a great parent or we're a great mom or we're, you know, we're called to influence our local church or whatever. And then there's other people that are called to impact nations and go and do certain things. So, and none is, let's just clarify, none is better than the other. Yeah. It's not about that. You see, we get yeah. into the comparison game yeah. Yeah. and then we really struggle. It's go, well, you know, look at Billy Graham, for example, yeah. right? Yeah. Not everybody's going to have that call upon their life. Yes. It might just be that I'm going to be an incredible husband and an incredible father, and that's okay. It's hard, yes, because we, we we look at it and we go, "Well, this is just mundane. I want something big and flashy and a stage and a microphone <laughs> and whatnot." And that, the reality is that that's not. You're called yeah. to make an impact wherever you are. Exactly. For those who are listening, let's see if we can draw together a number of things that would help us find out what our calling is. Mm. Because you know, we're all we all have a calling. It can be just you know being a great father and a husband, but 
more than likely there's something else that God wants you to do on top of that. And so the first thing I would say to to guys who are listening is be obedient to what God has told you. Listen to his voice. Listen to what he tells you through reading his word, through praying. You know, let him speak to you and he will guide you. Um, but the important thing is being obedient to that. Yeah. Can I tag on the end of that? Of course you can. That requires stillness. Yes, it does. Okay. And a lot of us don't do stillness well. Yeah. And look, my own journey back in 2012, 2013 was I I love to pray and I love to worship and I love to make a lot of noise and talk to the Lord a lot, but I wasn't listening a lot. (laughs) And the Lord really had to take me on the journey of being still. And I'll tell you what, that first few days and weeks where I was still for about 30 seconds felt like a lifetime. (laughs) But I've come to learn to love it. Yes. And it's only in the stillness because the Bible says it's his still, small voice, not the loud, booming voice from heaven and, you know, Mm. a plane that drops down a little flag that says, Des, do this. Don't (laughs) go this way, go here. I mean, you know, it doesn't happen that way. It's in the stillness, the still, small voice, and that requires being still, being quiet, and and asking God, say, God, what, what, what do you want from me? Yeah. What does this look like? Yeah, and it's not only just asking, it is asking God, you know, what it is for me, but it's important that we remember that, you know, we are doing it for God. It's God's calling on our life. It's mm. not our calling on our life. And so it's very important that we don't ignore it. Um, you know, and the other thing is we've got all got gifts and talents that, that guide us. I mean, you're talking about musical talent and, and so forth. So we, if we examine ourselves, you know, if, if all we have are gifts and talents that we've got from God anyway, just use those. Hmm. Let that guide where you go in terms of you know, your your calling and and how God reaches to you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's things that you, that guys listening right now, and I'm speaking to you, like that you have that you just are naturally good at. Yeah, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to work at it. You don't have to study for it necessarily. I mean, you, there's always room for improvement, right? But so, for example, for myself, I can sing. That just happened. Um, I can play drums. That just happened. I am fastidiously tidy. That just happened. Yeah. Um, right. But there's giftings that we have that you yeah. look at and go, okay, well then these are areas that I'm just naturally wired mm. to be relatively good at. Is there something in this that God's calling me to to use these for His glory and to benefit the kingdom? It's, it's really cool. Um, you know, we're talking about calling, and you know, I'm reminded of Moses. And, you know, he was asked to do a specific job for God. And he said, man, I can't do this. Mm. You know, I don't have the the gift of talking. I don't have the gift of leadership. And became one of the greatest leaders ever. Mm. Um, And, you know, just just did an amazing job for God and what he was called to do. So I'm glad you brought that up because there are also times, as for me with broadcasting, right, when I was asking God what to do with my life, right, and at that stage, way back when, it was before the internet really took off, and I went around all of the local universities and got their prospectus, hard copy prospectus, and yeah. I laid them all out in front of me, and I was flicking through, and I said, God, show me something, mm. right? And I opened up one, and there was a broadcasting course, and it was like a like a weird scene in a movie where the, the text just kind of glue, <laughs> glowed at me, and it was like, sure. oh, wow, I feel like there's something in there. Now, this is the point. That made no sense to me logically. I'd never thought about that. But there was something deep inside of me that just knew that that felt right. There was a peace around that, even though my head was going, what? 
It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. So it's good that you've said that, Des, because there are also times in life where God will call you to something that you're not ready for yet, yeah. or you don't see yourself as. Yeah. But you may not get it up in your head, but you will feel it in your heart. Yeah, I absolutely good. 100% believe that. And that yeah. was me with broadcasting. And now after 20 years of doing radio, I'm like, God, that was so smart. I actually love it. That made so much sense. I didn't make any sense at the time, but now I understand why you've called me to that. And it was the season of preparation. Amazing. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about more things that will help us discover what our calling is. You're listening to Momentum with Tim and Des. And uh, take the opportunity to look at our website and uh, have a listen to some of the other podcasts. And we'll be back shortly. You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. MomentumAustralia.org is our website. Love you to check that out. And of course, listen to previous shows. Find out a bit more about this ministry, which is going all around Australia. So wherever you are tuning in, really, really appreciate you doing that. It is uh, Tim and Dave's with you for this week's Momentum. And it's just the two of us this week. And we are unpacking this idea of calling. What does it look like? Does everybody have one? And how do we find it? And as we started looking at some of the ways that we do find it, the first one, be obedient to what God's called you. That requires stillness and silence. Remembering that it's God's calling on your life, not yours, essentially. Right. It's like, well, I want to do this. When God's going, well, hold on. <laughs> uh, you need to be over here. Uh, number three, which we talked about, was gifts and talents. What are natural things that you have in your life and you come easily to you that are just natural giftings for you? Uh, number four we're going to look at nowadays is uncover and overcome your fears. Yeah, it's a huge one, isn't it? Massive. And, yeah, I can remember standing on Logan Road in, Br- in Brisbane um, when I started to think about men's ministry. And and I felt God show me these people, you know, people driving a man driving a bus and a man driving a car. Mm. And and, he's, and I felt the Lord say, hey, who's going to reach that guy? Who's going to reach that guy? Wow. Who's going to reach this guy? And I'm sitting there in the middle of Logan Road saying, I don't know what to do. I'm lost. I have no idea. I wouldn't even know where to start. But then, you know, you 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 look at your gifts. You look at you know what you can do, and that's so important. Do what you can, and so you you learn to overcome those fears. You learn to find out what they are first. So why am I afraid? Why am I reacting the way I am? And what can I do to overcome those? Because the God we have and the Holy Spirit that leads us is much greater than any fear we have. And so, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's a really important thing to do. I think as well it's it's important to say that um, I think a calling, whatever God calls you to, will be far above and beyond what you think you can do. Absolutely. And the reasoning behind that, we've probably all heard this, but I honestly truly believe with all of my heart that the reason behind that is that if you think you can do it in your own strength, then it's all about you. Yeah. And it's not about God. Yeah, that's right. Because being called to something that is way bigger than ourselves requires us to be humble. Yeah. And it requires us to get on our knees and say, God, I can't do this on my own. Mm. And he's like, perfect because I don't want you to. Yeah, that's and right. if you did, I wouldn't get the glory. Yeah, that's right. Right? So the, the the reality is that you're going to probably have some degree of fear and, uh, you know, this is a uh, kind of yeah. moment yeah. when you feel like you discover your calling, you're like, uh, no, hold on, that doesn't make any sense. But you'll get the peace, which will confirm that that's the right thing. And again, because it's meant to be bigger than you, 
it's meant to be bigger than what you can think. Yeah. I, th- I think that's the case. That's really true. I, I'm reminded of my father who was a preacher in Ireland and, and I remember on one of my trips to Ireland before I, I came to Christ, I can remember having a conversation with my dad and saying, Dad, do you get nervous when you get up on a platform to preach the gospel? Mm. And, and his answer was, the day I stop being nervous is the day I'll stop preaching. Wow. And it's so true, isn't it? Mm. You know, because you're relying, as you rightly said, on your mm. own strength rather than on God's strength. So mm. that's, that's really key. Another area we want to think about is, um, I guess, I, I, maybe a negative thought, but it's not really negative, and that is, do you have areas that cause you to have holy discontent. I love this saying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one amazing, of my favorites. isn't it? It's brilliant. Yeah. So to describe it, what that means. Okay, well, let's, uh, uh, an area of holy discontent. I'll, I'll use Des and I and Momentum as, as an yeah. example, where Des and I, shall we say, were a little frustrated with the church and the lack of input into men's ministry. And, mm. and hear me, we're not bagging the church, but this is an area of discontent for us to go, mm. hey, if this is all we're offering for men, I, I think we, we need to do more. I think yeah. there should be more offered yeah. in church. And, and so it's that, on a basic level, it's that, where we looked at some of the churches and the men's ministry things that we'd been into and gone, hey, if this is all we're offering, this is pretty poor. We need yeah. to up our game. Yeah. Well, who's going to do something about that? Okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, so is there yeah. something in your life where you feel whether it's in church, in ministry, or around you, that you go, oh, that really bugs me, you know, when that happens or doesn't happen, or is that the best we can do? Well, maybe God's highlighting that to you to go, hey, I'm actually singling you out to do, go and do something about it. Yeah, that's right. You know, it and is. that's an area of holy discontent. Yeah, exactly. And it could be anything. It could be serving in church. It could be, you know, leading a men's group. It could be, you know, any sphere. Of like Absolutely. To become a missionary or whatever it is, is, is an area you say, uh, rightly say, you know, you're content about, you know, from a spiritual point of view, about mm. what's happening in that piece of, uh, piece of your world. And that is a good indicator mm. of, you know, what your calling may be. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, do you think, uh, Tim, your calling is aligned with what gives you satisfaction and what gives you joy? Absolutely. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. Um, and I think anything where you feel satisfied internally, yes, yeah. not an external, yeah. right? I've just got a $150,000 Mercedes out the front. Well, that's temporary <laughs> satisfaction as opposed to when I help someone in this way, I just feel awesome. I love that. Yeah. You know, it brings me joy mm. to do this or to help others or to serve in this way. It's just, yeah. you know, I'm not forcing it. I'm not doing it out of a bad attitude. And, you know, I'm there to stack chairs this week and I'm going to be joyful about it. <laughs> you know, it's like, I just love doing this and it fills me internally. They're yeah. very key areas, I think, yeah. because the reality is that all of this stuff that we look for externally for joy is only temporary. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's only the things that fill me internally that actually give me that real true sense of satisfaction. That's really good. And so I think that definitely your calling should give you something that you could become very passionate about. I've noticed, and I did before, well, I think I'd met you, but we hadn't started Momentum. Yeah. But every time I talk about men's ministry, I get a little bit more passionate. I get excited. <laughs> and then half an hour later, someone's still looking at me going like, is he going to shut up? <laughs> because that's an area for me where it just, yeah. it brings me alive. I'm passionate about it. Yeah, it's great. And so what are these areas in your life 
where you feel like yeah. you can't stop talking about it, yeah. you know, yeah, and you get right. excited about it when yeah. you talk about it. They're very key indicators that this is something that's on your heart and close yeah. to your heart. And if you don't have those, find them. Absolutely. Yeah. Look for them. Yeah. Right. That's so, so important. And the other side of that, of course, is reading God's word. It's about, you know, reading the Bible because that is that is God's word and that's where you get, you know, lots of ideas and, and the Holy Spirit will speak to you through that. But even just listening to the Holy Spirit, listen to what he, how he guides you. Yeah. You know, some people call that little voice in your head and it, it can be a little voice in your head. But, you know, reading his word and being in tune with the Holy Spirit yeah. are so key in finding what your calling is. Yeah. So, I mean, let's jump to scripture briefly. James 1, 5 and 6. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Uh, Psalm 32, 8. I'll instruct you and counsel you in the way that you should go. I mean, you know, the couple of key things here. I, and, and I've said to people, well, I, I don't know. that. I'm like, just ask God. Yes, that's right. Like, he will talk to you if you take time to listen. And anything you don't understand or anything you don't know, and you go, Lord, I don't get this. Can you tell me? Can you show me? Lord, I don't feel like I've got a sense of calling. And it may not happen overnight, and you may have to sit for a while, and he might be trying to show you some things through people, through his word, through however it is. But again, if, if you're genuinely asking and seeking, he will answer. Yeah, I fully believe that. And at the very least, you know, you know, Mark sixteen fifteen says, "Go into all the world and preach the gospel." Right. And you know, if the very least we do is evangelize, and that's amazing. I mean, that's a God gift in itself. Mm. And so, you know, that's the bottom line for all of us. You know, preach, evangelize, disciple. Well, I think the reality is that while we're waiting for the bigger picture of why I'm why I'm here, what is my calling? Right. You can serve wherever you find yourself. Right. Yeah. So we can. We, there's certain generic things that we can all do to serve in the church or yeah. serve the community, mm-hmm. while we're trying to figure out the bigger picture. Yeah. So it's not like I'm just going to sit here until I feel like I've got the bigger picture, and then I'll do something. Yeah. Well, no. In, in in the meantime, you can still go to church and go. Hey, is there a need that I can fill? Yeah. Exactly. Right. I can just serve, and, and also I do want to just say we mentioned this before. You know, a lot of us, we look to people on a platform, whether it's the worship team, the main guy with the pastor and the whatever. And, you know, can I honestly say, after 20 years in Christian radio and having a microphone, not many people get a platform for a ministry and a calling. Yes. When you look at the percentage of people who are Christians, right, who have a prominent figure, we're not all going to be the next Billy Graham, Stephen Furtick, whatever. Like, we're just not. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily about the platform. Yeah, exactly. It's about how can you impact people on your everyday. Exactly right. Whether it's in your workplace, whether it's in your gym, whether it's in the shops where you go and do your shopping, it's like looking for little opportunities to just reach into people's lives, you know. And and that is in itself – a great way just to serve while you're perhaps waiting for the bigger picture to unfold. Yes, it's just so true. And, you know, one of the things that people have said, and that is that God is not schizophrenic. Right. We we absolutely know that. And so, you know, he's not going to give you gifts and talents um, that are totally uh, diametrically opposed to where your calling will be. So if you just start with what your gifts and talents are, mm. you know, I look at Moses, when we mentioned him earlier, you know, he believed he couldn't speak for the, the people of Israel and that, that was his job and his role. And he, he did an amazing job of, of leading 
you know, the children of Israel out of Egypt. It's amazing. Mm. That's stepping out in faith um, and using the gifts and talents you have is just amazing. So we've all seen those reality TV shows, right, where people come on and they sing and they've got to get voted through to, you oh, know, yeah. you know yeah. like there's a, there's a bunch of them. Yes. Right? Yeah. And there are always people on there who have a real heart and a passion to be the next Yes. I don't know, Beyonce or whatever, <laughs> yeah. right? And they get on and, and you're not sure what you're going to get and she comes on and it's diabolical. Like yeah. it's just terrible. You see, there's a passion there. Yeah. But the reality is you just don't have the gift. Yes. Right? Yes. And so example. what you're saying is you, you, give, you, you will have some degree of gifting towards your calling. Yeah. Like God's not going to call you to be the next Beyonce if he does, hasn't given you the voice. Yes, that's right. Right? He might give you the raw material. In other words, you've got a voice and then you get trained properly and you become this amazing singer, but he's he's going to give you the raw material to work with. Yes, that's right. And I also believe that with that, he will give you a heart and a passion that aligns with the giftings that you've got. So in other words, if I've got a great voice, but I can't stand singing, I don't like being up in front of people on a stage, probably not going to be that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, some people don't know, and men don't know what their talents and gifts are. So what I would say to men who are, who are tuned in and listening and they say, well, I don't really don't know what my gifts and talents are. Can I just ask or suggest that you go to some of your friends and ask them, mm. hey, man, you know, I'm trying to discover what God has for my life. And part of that is knowing what my gifts and talents are. Help me. I'm struggling. Help me to understand that. And, and there's books too. Yeah. You know, and there's one that I've read recently, which I think was Rick Warren, uh, What on Earth Am I Made For? Yeah. Um, which was the Purpose Driven Life, I think, originally, and then yeah. it got re- revamped. I mean, there's, there's the there are books that you can kind of go through that will help you to kind of fine-tune this stuff and yeah. get you to think about what are your natural giftings, what are yeah. your passions, you know, what, what do you like to do and what sparks you and what comes alive and is there an area of holy discontent? I mean, there yeah. are things that you can do and books and sitting and just being still and, and actually putting some time into this. I think the challenge for a lot of us, Des, is that we don't often think about it. Yes, that's right. right? Yeah, we we, we kind of get lock, locked in the school system and the thing and that everybody's doing this and then you go to uni and then you do this and then you get a job in one of these areas and, and then you kind of get yourself in your 30s and 40s and go, hold on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. is this what I actually, you know, there's something yeah, missing. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of us don't get taught to actually go, what, what actually is this thing. Yeah. Why am I here? What's God put on my life that I need to fulfill? Yeah, we had a, we had, Tim and I had a very interesting conversation last night with a, uh, a good mate called Bobby Itkins. And uh, we're going to get him on the show in the, over the next little while. But, you know, he, his passion and his drive to do kingdom stuff, it was just, it was really quite inspiring mm. in terms of, and, and he, you know, I'd said, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to do for the kingdom. I was quite happy to go on with my career. Mm. And then God just stepped in and said, well, hey, I've got a plan for you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, as we wrap up this show, um, I, I think that's it. it. It's it's taking those things that we've talked about. And, and if, you, if you miss them, go back and have a listen to this podcast and start writing some stuff down and then, and then take it to the Lord and say, Lord, I, I want to actually fine tune what I'm here for. You know, the Bible says without a vision, people perish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we aim for nothing, then we'll hit it every single time. That's right. And so, well, you know, what, what's what's the thing that God's aiming you for? And if you feel like you're just kind of humdrum going through life, it's like, it's not bad, but it's not, I don't feel super fulfilled. Then the chances are you're probably not walking in your calling. Yes, that's good. 
right? That's right. And so that's a, that's an indicator too to go, hey, I mean, it's good, but I'm not super inspired, in which case then there might be some work to do. And and I think the onus is on us, days. and let's leave with this. The onus is on us to find that thing. Absolutely. God's giving us the clues and the whatnot, and he wants us to come to, to him and say, hey, you know, what what is this? And he's like, I'm glad you asked, rather than just going on your own merry way and then <laughs> coming at, coming back to me at 45, going, Lord, this isn't working. He's like, I know, because you're doing something for the last 20 years that I didn't want you to do. Yeah. I mean, what a waste of time. Yeah, exactly. And what a shame. Yes, that's right. And I guess the other side of that is, don't just hang around and wait for you to get a bolt of lightning on your head. Go and serve God in every <laughs> area that you can. Yeah, and, and just and just do all you can to serve God in His kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to wrap this up. This has been Calling This Week at Momentum. Really appreciate you tuning in and hopefully you've had something from today's show. MomentumAustralia.org, by the way, is the website. Uh, Des and I are going to come back and talk about legacy next week. How does that differ from calling? And what does legacy actually look like? Stay tuned for that next week on Momentum. In the meantime, thanks for tuning in. Really uh, appreciate you doing that. MomentumAustralia.org, again, is the website. Until next week, you take care. God bless. You've been listening to Momentum a show that helps men succeed in life. For more information or to hear this week's show again, go to MomentumAustralia.org. You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org. Until next time, keep moving forward with Momentum. Momentum.